Welcome to episode 10, where we talk about what 2020 was supposed to look like, the do's and don'ts of selling during COVID, and we end with a martini. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. Remember at the end of 2019 when everybody was talking about the new year and how they had Vision 2020 and they were going to kick the shit out of the new year and 2020 was going to be the best year ever because it was 2020 and everything was going to be in focus and we were going to be in focus and we were going to start this new decade with vim and vigor. It started off that way, didn't it? 2020, she looked pretty good for about two months and then slam. The shit hit the fan and it all came to a screeching halt. We can't go to the office. Kids can't go to school. You can't find toilet paper. I was washing my fucking groceries before I brought them in the house. How were we supposed to sell to people and companies during this time when we are so on edge that we are washing our fucking groceries? Is it even possible to sell during times like this? Well, I think the answer is yes. If you adopt the idea... That selling is serving. If you are actually helping people along the way, this is a time for empathy and connection, not hard selling. The number one mistake people make when their pipeline dries up is they get anxious. This type of anxiety in business leads us to adopt business development strategies that we otherwise would never execute, like putting your needs before the needs of your clients pressing and pitching to potential clients way too hard and looking at clients not as someone to serve and collaborate with but as a dollar sign or worse a life raft for your business. It can be easy for this kind of behavior to take over when your projects go on hold, your pipeline of leads diminishes and you don't know when the work will come back. According to McKinsey and Company, 50% of business to business buyers are holding off on purchases because of the pandemic. That statistic sounds alarming, right? But if you look at it the other way around, you can read that 50% statistic in reverse, meaning half of business-to-business buyers aren't holding off on purchases at all. Deals in their markets are still moving forward. Buying and selling has not stopped. So don't stop what you do. Simply adjust the way you're doing it or who you're doing it for. Here are some do's and don'ts for how to sell and stay connected to your potential clients during COVID-19. Do get in touch with them. We may be heading into the second wave of the coronavirus right now. And with cold and flu season starting, everyone is going to be on high alert and at a higher anxiety level. During times like this, it's important for your clients, your potential clients, and your network in general to know that they have your support. If there are people in your network that are clients, potential clients, and past clients, and you haven't been in touch with them to ask how they are doing through all this, to ask how they have been affected by this, to ask how you can help, that is priority number one right now for you. Again, think of it as serving, not selling. You never know where these kinds of conversations can lead. 
Do remember to be human and connect with people on a human level. This pandemic has forced us to appreciate the value of social capital and our ability to interact with others. Creating and maintaining your virtual relationships is as fundamental to maintaining your mental health right now as it is your business success. 100% of your clients will be people. Remember to be human and to create and maintain that human connection first. When it comes to your company, do be honest and transparent about what is happening with you and any changes you might have made that could affect your clients. This is important. Our clients and potential clients deserve to know what is happening with us. And being honest with them allows them to trust us now and into the future. And we know that people do business with and refer business to people they know, like, and trust. Do think of creative ways that you can be an asset to your clients and your potential clients. Perhaps by providing timely and helpful industry-specific information or research that they can use to help them in their job. If you had a conversation with somebody and maybe they shared a problem or an issue that they are dealing with, take the initiative to brainstorm a few solutions for them that you can share. Helping someone tackle and move past an issue that they are struggling with may increase their ability to or speed up their timeline to be able to work with you. Or maybe it's as simple as offering them payments plans for your services to help them spread out the cost of your services over a number of months so they can continue to work with you. Another thing is be patient. Take it one day at a time with your clients and your potential clients. This business climate requires a mental toughness. That toughness means being patient during the lead generation and sales cycles. Every day, we just have to do the next right thing. We can't use this crisis as an excuse to be pushy, to send unnecessary communications that don't offer information or assistance, or displaying values that are outside of who we are and how we want to do business and how we typically do business. There is no handbook for selling during a global pandemic, and my 2020 vision board certainly didn't see this coming. But it's here. It's been here for a while, and it will be this way for an extended period of time. Yes, you can sell during the pandemic. Yes, you can do business development during the pandemic. Yes, you can create a pipeline of leads during the pandemic, but you have to embrace all the tools that make you an asset to your clients and your potential clients and use those tools to serve and then sell. People will choose to do business with you because they want to. Your clients can always find someone else doing the same exact thing as you or selling the same product. In the end, it will be the personal connection and how you treat them that will ensure that they choose you. This is your time to stand out against your competition, to be the person that helped them fix something, came up with a solution to something else, treated them like a person going through a pandemic and not a potential sale. Even though projects are going on hold, budgets are being produced, consumer spending is down, eventually this will pass. We will all go back to work. Like all the other recessions we have dealt with during our careers, there will be a recovery. What you do now, how you treat people now, this is where you set yourself up for the future. 
I have no easy segue into the drink of the week except to say break out the martini glasses because this week we have a twist on the classic lemon drop called the cherry drop which utilizes one of my favorite cocktail ingredients, the jarred Luxardo maraschino cherries. I don't drink martinis too often, so this is a treat for me too this week. Here's how you make it. Four ounces of vodka. I know that sounds like a lot, but it's a martini. We aren't fooling around here. Two ounces of fresh squeezed lemon juice. Again, for Pete's sake, use fresh lemon. No bottled lemon juice, okay? That shit is not good for your cocktails. Two ounces of simple syrup, one splash of seltzer water, and then those Luxardo maraschino cherries. Again, I must insist here that you use the Luxardo maraschino cherries. The other ones, the bright red ones that come in Shirley Temples, that shit doesn't deserve to be on any respectable cocktail bar. Do you ever wonder how they are made? I'll tell you. Typically, they're made with fresh royal cherries, which are bleached, with calcium chloride and sulfur dioxide until they turn yellow. And then they lose all of their flavor. Then they're marinated in high fructose corn soup syrup and red dye number four food coloring for upwards of three weeks. That sounds delicious, doesn't it? No, I don't think so either. With the Luxardo brand, again, they are not sponsoring this. They have no friggin' clue who I am. I just want you to use normal shit in your drinks. There is no thickening agents in these cherries, no preservatives, and their dark red color, that's all natural. Okay, off my soapbox now. Here we go. Fill a cocktail shaker with ice. Add the vodka, the lemon juice, and the simple syrup. Shake the shit out of it like you're working out with a shake weight. No bingo arms for you ladies after this. When frost gathers on the outside of the shaker, you know it's ready. So strain it into a martini glass with that cherry on the bottom. And throw a splash of seltzer on top. And don't put the shaker away just yet because you know what they say about martinis. They're like breasts. One is never enough and three is too many. You're going to want to make another one when you finish this first one. Now, while I've got y'all liquored up, I'm going to put in a request that if you like this podcast and it has been helpful to you, could you please, pretty please, with a cherry on top, leave a review on iTunes. That would mean so much to me. If you think it's five stars, that would be awesome. In addition to this podcast, you can find me at juliebrownbd.com or on Instagram at juliebrown underscore bd, where every Wednesday in my stories, you will see pictures and recipes for the drink of the week. This is to prove that I am indeed crafting and creating these drinks for you to enjoy. Thanks for spending the time with me. Cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works. This Shit Works.